Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday, August 26, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here Roll on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 on your FM dial, 1450 on the AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen all here. Hope everybody's having a great start to their morning. Roush, how are you? I'm doing well. It was a little bit of a scramble this morning. Did the thing where I, I think I turned my alarm off and just went back to sleep for 20 minutes sounds nice what's the issue with that just you know you, you just, had to do it yeah i needed to get up yeah yeah well you're here you're yeah, up made you made it. it yeah justin how are you i'm good um i'm just curious the alarm isn't an everyday thing for you guys or the the snoozing no no not normally interesting it, i'm, a, it I'm was, a one snoozer every single day it used to be that way uh, but no, not anymore. And I, and it's also one of those things too. Like I'm usually, yeah, it just, it, it was weird. It was a very bizarre morning. Cause normally once the alarm sounds, I'm up and at them. So I'm, I always need that extra nine minutes. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm sure I've probably have done it either intentionally or unintentionally, but I can't remember a time that I've ever, I can't remember a specific time that I've ever hit snooze. That's what Trevor would do. Justin, he'd set like seven alarms yeah. and just let them all go. And then hit snooze on them, and they'd go again. Well, to the that's point where it'd just be alarm after alarm after alarm. So that's what I do, except for I've trained my brain. I I do my one alarm, and then I set another alarm for ten minutes later because I know that snooze is going to go off after nine minutes. So that's going to be really annoying when my snooze alarm goes off, and then one minute later the other alarm goes off, and then I then I know okay it's time to get up. We've talked about this with the big guy before, but it, it, I, I I never understand the like notion of let me wake up and then be kind of half asleep and be that way for another 10 minutes because that's going to make everything better. It's just that doesn't apply to me, but to each their own. Yeah. For me, once I'm up, it's like, all right, I yes, I definitely mm-hmm. do want to lay here for 20 minutes. I do want to lay here. I want to fall back asleep if I can, but I'm not, one, falling back asleep realistically. Two, if I do, who cares? It's not like I'm going to be like, man, I'm glad I got that extra five minutes of sleep. Now I'm really feeling ready for my day. I'd much rather just kind of lay there for like six, seven minutes, which I guess is equivalent to the same thing. But the way I understand it, Roush, is the people that are the snoozers are actually snoozing. Uh, you know what they say. If you snooze, you lose. You snooze, well, you lose. Well, if, and if you lay there for six or seven minutes, you at least get that enjoyment of realizing that, hey, I'm I'm relaxing here. I'm, I don't have to do anything quite yet. Whereas if I'm sleeping... That's six or seven minutes, or nine minutes in my case. That's true. It feels like 30 seconds. That's a good point. And, uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I would guess that most people, to some degree, probably wake up and lay there for a little bit. Like, I, I, I'm i sure there are also people that literally their alarm goes off and their feet are on the floor just like that. I Yeah, I, I take about five, six minutes sometimes just to lay there, lay there collect the, my thoughts, yeah. sometimes maybe open the phone. Scroll through, see if there's anything absolutely crazy that happened overnight. And then once I'm kind of like awake and with it, then you get up and you get in your morning routine. And then that eventually leads to you heading on over to the Big X Sports Radio studio. Foggy morning. 
Yeah. Always kind of creepy. You know uh, what they say about foggy mornings? I learned this recently. This is an old... uh, did you learn this at the state fair? Far, farmer's Almanac kind of trick. If you tell me it means a lot of snow, the I'm ad, out of here. It's every day of fog is a day of snow. Oh, we've oh. had a lot we've of fog. So, Justin, you better suck that, it, buddy. That That's a lot of baloney. Or it's 100% true. We're either, going to find either, out. Either or. No in between on it. That's that's for sure. Uh, Roush, you went to the state fair yesterday. Yeah, it was a great time. Great time. How was the livestock? That was one of the few things I did not go through the West Wing um, to see President Biden. No, but I, I didn't actually go through the livestock place, but they did have some animals in the South Wing, like during the, in the 4-H section, where they've got the, the ducks going around. They go up that ramp, and then they slide down, and then they turn around and go back up. They're so stinking cute, <laughs> you know. Uh, but then they have little pigs and chickens, you know, Duke Olive, all that stuff. The... It was nice. The, the lack of crowds was nice. It's the fewest people I've ever seen at the State Fair. And when we were leaving around 7.30, we ran into a family friend. It was like, it's almost like they're closing this place down right now, even though it's open for a few more hours because there were so few people there. That part was nice. That sounds awesome. But the downside was that there, were, there wasn't as much stuff there. People didn't submit as nearly as many things that they normally do. So like, Wow, good year to snag a prize. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great year to snag a prize. So um, I think Brooke was like, "Yeah, I think I got second out of three people <laughs> that, that put something in." Like beat somebody, but hey, yeah, you, you, you got in, you got that ribbon. But that that part was because, like, normally you gotta the, remember this for next year. The cake decorating parts, it's just cakes on cakes on cakes. But instead of having six to a case, there was maybe three. You mm-hmm. know, so it just wasn't as. Uh, wasn't as fun, but it was still nice taking uh, Baby Duke out there. He enjoyed uh, very much running around and looking at all the cakes. He wanted to eat them, wanted to eat the cookies, you know. Do they still have games where you can win a live goldfish? So we did not meander over to the midway section. Wow, you didn't even take the baby over to the midway? Well, he's not a big fan of, like, sitting where he's supposed to. I don't. I don't think he would sit put on those rides. We were just like happy to have him in the stroller for like an yeah, hour. Yeah, bright two. lights, fun sounds. You know, yeah, the whole, maybe the whole instead we game. went over to the music, and uh, yeah. that's where we ran into Bullet Beast. So, how did this happen? How did you run in? Like, was there a direct message of "Hey, I'm at the fair too"? <laughs> no, or? I just was walking by and I heard a roll call. No, and he was like, "Hey, <laughs> Bullet awesome. Beast," and you know, we pounded fists, talked for a minute, and I, I went and spoke with a family friend, and then we hung out for I don't know five ten minutes. Did just, you have a beer with him? Yeah, yeah. Was you know, it? He always wanted to have a beer. Was it one of those things that you saw him instantly, and you're like, "That's Bullet East Beast." I would guess probably not. No, I mean, I didn't recognize right away. I mean, he's sitting down, you know. And yeah. Just have no idea, but he introduced himself like, "Oh man, finally a name to a face." Looked so, huge. Yeah. He's not like as tall as you or I, but he still is the bullet East beast. Oh, he looked, he absolutely looked short and stocky in that picture. Wow. I, f- I figured shot he was. fired at a bullet East beast. It's not a shot fired at all. No, I just didn't you think. You keep talking your trash to him. I, just, I think, I, I, think I, I would talk trash to him, Justin. I think I'm going to step out here before this <laughs> escalates because I don't want any part of Beast. Yeah, I think oh. it's safe to say my money would be on the Beast against the Dingus. I would take Beast over all three of us. Uh, well. But no, need, guy, no, no need. Seemed like a, a good fella. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he he won a little stuffed animal, gave it to Duke. I got him a wow. beer. It was great. Nice. It was great. Although, your slippery slope. I mean, I, I, the way I remember it, and the what the way I'm told 
is that kids just get so many stuffed animals that it's oh, it, yeah. it becomes a crisis. Uh, it's we haven't reached that point yet. Too too many to even know what to do with. We do, but what we do now is we rotate toy bins. So like we, oh, it's a good idea. Yeah, because you know yeah. he'll get bored with some of them. So you know we just at that point you know it's like a toy a new toy bin each week. He's probably it's staying fresh, something staying new, exciting. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's a genius idea, as a matter of fact. Maybe your greatest idea ever. It was definitely Brooks. <laughs> come to come to think of it. All right, so State Fair was fun. Seeing Bull at East Beast was a good time. We still have, I'm still want, waiting for somebody to run into Trevor. That's what we're, yeah. that's, we still got a prize out there for it. He's got to come out of his house for that to happen. He is out of his house. Oh, guys, we never talked about this because it happened on a Friday. But did you hear about how our, 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 the big guy's trouble getting home? <laughs> oh, um, the Uber? Yes. Yeah, somebody. Did you tell it on air here? I don't think I told it on air. Somebody told me. I, I have heard that, yeah, he, he got in. I don't, gosh, where did I hear that? I'm going crazy. But he was, It could have been a friend listening to the Mike Rutherford show and they relayed it to me, but I have heard this. But he, but he, I want to hear from he you. He texted me and, you know, I guess Friday I was getting in, I, I don't know what I was getting into, but I was partaking in some, some beers or something like that and he's like, well, I ride to Uber, and I've just got like six texts in a row. Like this guy can blah 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 blah, and just letting words fly. And I was like, "Dude, what did the Uber ever do to you? It's so easy. Like I know you're old. It's just an app. It's not that hard." They left me stranded. I was like, "Trevor, like, come on." He's like, "Well, I didn't have a mask," and I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, that's the rules when you order an Uber. I think they even say." Says on the app, you need to have a mask, and he's like, "Yeah, well," and you know he had some sort of excuse. Naturally, they should have masks for their riders. I mean, yeah, like it was just the throwaway. Everyone that I went in St. Louis, not many of them, but they all had masks for everybody. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty normal practice. Pretty easy, especially if like if you want to make money, what are you going to turn down rides? Which again, a little bit of a spoiler here. Yeah, and uh, eventually he. He's like, yeah, well, I gave him a piece of my mind on the way out. Called a cab. Luckily, this pothead had a had, had a joint ready to go, or else I would have been real mad. Like it was, he was he was very flustered, very flustered. Right, Trevor does drugs. I can just imagine him uh-huh. being swe- <laughs> like sweating in the parking lot, just like steaming. But like, you know what? Yeah, the way it was I've told. I got this left-handed cigarette, so you know what? I guess it ain't that bad after all. The way it was told to me was this was his first Uber ride ever ordered. Ever ordered. Yeah. Ever, yeah. And they come and pick him up. He's like waiting outside, waiting for him. Which, again, imagine pulling up as an Uber driver and then Trevor being your passenger. I also believe that he doesn't have a key to that studio either. Like he might have been locked out. Of, like I don't know if he could go in and out of the building. Oh, well, that's. Which makes things even more fun. What, what happened to his car in the first place? Well, uh,. Male was playing football that night, mm. so his mom was gotcha. using it at yeah. the game. Yeah. So just utilizing ride-sharing options such as Uber and Lyft, which are normally pretty pretty great. But pretty yeah, straightforward. That, that, it may have been my mom who told me who was listening to the Mike Rutherford show, but <laughs> saying something along the lines of, like, Trevor said, well, can I just put my shirt up? Would that work as a mask? And the guy was like, absolutely not. So, <laughs> so, like, you know, really getting into it. And oh, Trevor was saying how dumb it was and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, supposedly the way it was told to me was the guy just, like, drove off. Didn't even say, like, well, that's that or something like that. Just, like, mid-sentence Trevor talking. He just cruised on out of there. And the poor the poor big guy's first experience with Uber. Oh, 
disaster. Didn't go the way that, Absolute that, disaster. that he wanted. Yeah. No mass for the big guy. Hey, we got some uh we've got updates, by the way, speaking of masks and mandates and all that fun stuff. UK. Just just like that, just dropped it. Did you all know that that was coming nope. yesterday? No? Okay. No idea. The way that, like, I think I was the first one maybe to tweet anything about it. Well, because they buried the lead. They too. did. Oh, I yeah. Mean, they buried the hell out of oh, it. Oh, I was reading that. It I was, was, like, super reading that I even that thing. clicked on the link to see what their policies were, and I was like, well, this doesn't specify for Kroger Field. It just says masks and you'd be worn indoors when I, when I read, The first thing it said was Kroger Field will be following UK UK's campus COVID policies. I was like, crap. That's not... Good, and then I thought for a second, well, wait a minute. Like, that's indoor only. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to what you all were saying last week with the reports and things that you all were hearing, which ended up being pretty spot on, Right. I guess, with the caveat that, like, their their wiggle room on the suites was, well, if you can get a window open, then we'll we'll count it. You know what? You can't get a window open in the press box, which is very annoying. It's super annoying. Yeah. Like, I'm going (sighs) to... So people in the suites are just going to be masked down, loving life, high-fiving. Yep. Because they're just going to like leave a window cracked and be like, ah, gotcha. Yeah. You will have to wear them in the bathroom. So we're kind of jumping all around. So here, here's what your game day experience would look like going to UK. Assuming you're entering into the stadium from an outdoor gate section or is, gate gate three is. is everything but I think there's the suites. Two. They have the, um, you can go in the Commonwealth Tower lobby, but yeah. everywhere else you're, you're outside. I think there may be one more, but. Regardless, if it's the recruiting room, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, what, that's okay. another. Um, but so you're going to be able to enter the stadium without a mask, assuming that you're vaccinated. Now, how are they going to prove you're vaccinated versus unvaccinated? They will not be doing that. They're not going to be asking for vax passes. They're not going to be asking for negative tests. It's just the honor system, which is kind of what we've had the last six. When, when did they say that you don't have to wear a mask anymore? Was that in April or May or whenever that was? Uh, maybe early June, whenever it was, that was kind of, you don't have to wear a mask if you're fully vaccinated. Now, of course, people who weren't vaccinated weren't going to walk around wearing a mask for the most part, and that will be the case at Kroger Field as well. But if you're in any indoor section, you will need to pop on a mask. So if you're in an elevator, if you are in the press box, wherever you may be, that if it's indoors, including bathrooms, you have to wear a mask. The only exception is the suites because they say the window's being open. You're good in that regard. So we've seen other SEC schools, Roush, start to come out with third decisions. LSU, obviously. This is the meet in the middle of LSU and Georgia, right? Kind, but, kind, like, yeah. very, but it's not much. Like we're, hey, we're it's keep, like, yeah, with, hey, have a mask around, but you, you don't really need to wear it that often. That's that. that I, I think that sums it up pretty well but for those like me that were ner- a little nervous about mandates or having to wear masks during the games uh, I-, I think that UK again the only thing that's kind of problematic with this is you're not going to be able to prove if people are lying or whatnot but whatever this is fine with me uh, there's still some hypocrisy in the whole thing I think there has been with almost everything in COVID to some degree but Roush, I'm ready to rock and roll, baby. Now we know what to expect. We know what we can do, know what we can't do. They're not limiting tailgating. They're not going to have people walk up to your cars like last year until you either get back in the car or get into the into the stadium. That happened? Oh, yeah. It was so embarrassing, too. It was like 
hey, we need you six to either get back in your car or go inside. So you need us six to get into a confined space, indoor closed space, with a pandemic on than just sitting outside and enjoying some fresh air. And poor lady, like, she just was following what they told her to tell people, but what a miserable job that'd be. Roush, would that be worse than having to go into the bathrooms and tell people, hey, buddy? The bathrooms would be the worst. It'd be a that place is just disgusting anyway. There will be just zero. pee all over the floor. They're, they're you know, not gonna. They're not gonna be enforcing masks still, in there. I know there are troughs in some of the. Places. I think they're gone. I think all the trough. I think all the troughs really? are gone. They, they, I haven't seen one in a couple of years, and I've seen other people say that they're gone. So I'm kind of just still rolling have with the sinks that are. Oh, in the middle like the, that you step on the circle sinks. The circle sinks. That's, are a, that's cool. a better question. I think they probably still do have those. I the think Cardinal Stadium awesome. still has some of those. It, there's, it seems to be a sense of camaraderie around the circle sinks. Definitely almost peed in one of those ones. Oh, yeah. You'll see people tingle yeah. in those bad boys <laughs> yeah. if, the, if it's late enough, drunk enough, when crowded you're enough. you're confusing, I mean, because the trough isn't so much different than the circle Not sink. Not at all. No. Yeah. No. It's just there's water. I mean, very similar contraptions. Uh, they are. And, yeah, you get the you get the nice press bathrooms. Although, before they renovated – those Man, bathrooms were miserable. gross. You, I, yeah. I see. I'm not kidding. I'd just go to like, I'd leave and just go to one of those second level ones. Yeah, I did too because there was just no room. Like there was a stall, and, and then you hit up that bad boy asker after somebody. after the wrong media yeah, member. Yep, yeah. and it's bad news bears. Oh yeah, it would not be. Uh, it wouldn't be the place that you'd want to be. So we finally get some clarity, and I get it. You kind of have to keep an eye on what everything that's going on with cases, which. Again, a lot of countries are kind of moving off that being a measuring stick, but more hospitalizations, beds available, that sort of deal, and then obviously deaths matter. So I get that you have to kind of keep an eye on that stuff before finally putting your foot down on a decision. But on the flip side, as I mentioned either earlier this week or last week, the days start to run together at some point, Kentucky is not a one-city fan base. You have people coming from all over the state, literally every part of it. I do. I, I wish one year they would do like, Hey, how many counties were represented by fans at this University of Kentucky football game? It'd be fun. Do you? How often do you think it's 120, like percentage-wise? Uh, it's a wacky Wednesday topic. I would say it's generally about 85. percent You do? You think 85 percent UK games? Uh, every county is represented. No, no, no. At no. The game? I would say 85 counties percent of counties are represented gotcha. at a typical game. Gotcha. Because I'm sure that like you get some far western counties where you. So eighty actually it'd probably be higher because that or no that's that's like a hundred and five out of the one twenty right I'm doing bad math here but like that's generally I think that's pretty good yeah so I'm I'm sure there's a county here and the, there in the western part of the state that's not represented because um, you know that's like it can be it'd be six ni- hour it'd drive. be ninety five. To, or wait, you said 85? Yeah. Be 80% would be 95. So, yeah, Sorry. it would be right around 100 out of the 120. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that that's, that feels like a good number. Feels like a good number. Because, uh, like, some places they just don't, like. I feel like if we ever got the, if we ever, and we never would, if we ever got, like, the real answer to this, we'd probably go, like, I bet we would feel dumb for thinking anything otherwise. Because on the one hand, I could see the answer being like, are you kidding me? There's 60,000 people at this game. There's Kentucky fans everywhere. Of course, one county is represented by one person, one person each yeah. time. And then on the flip side, I could see it being like, no, it's 70. Are you kidding me? You think people from McCracken are driving four hours to a game each and every Saturday? You're an right, idiot for that. Right. Um, 
I don't know. I don't. I, I think. I think. I, I would say there are games where it's probably a hundred percent. Other games, I, I think the eighty-five percent number is probably fairly accurate. And again, still twelve dollars tickets on StubHub. Oh no, Bullet East Beast was like, man, they're like giving them away. I think they I'm are giving to away. Go. go do it. We're gonna be awesome. DJ, again, it's gonna be hot, and it's not gonna, and we you can't just drink watch beer, somebody but kick their ass. For, yeah, go know. for half, and then go get lunch, and go back on your merry way. To make it a little date Saturday. Take the I, kids. I would say. It's rarely 100% of the counties represented at a game. <laughs> Why? Why do you I, say I, that? I just, I just, that seems just so unfathomable to me. Like that, that a, somebody from every single county in the state would be at the game. I don't. Seems I, like I, it just doesn't seem like it would happen. I think it happened. I bet that happens more than we would. I bet that happens would blo- more times than not. Would absolutely blow my mind. For SEC, for at least SEC games. I would love to see those stats. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. UK could do that. Just. Hey, when you if you had to show your papers, show your card, you'd show your Ooh, county. Somebody did. You make a note. They uh, one of the quilters made a quilt with a patch for each county, which is pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I'd love the, to have the, a quilt the like Jefferson that. just had like a Florida Lee. It said mm. Jefferson. Yeah, that's fine. I guess. Yeah, keep it easy. I would have done you know like Twin Spires bat. or yeah you know like a little different, but hey, they, they it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's good. So we 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 know what it's going to look like on game days. I'm sure Kentucky would have the right to kind of be more lenient with this stuff, and I'm sure they would have the right to to make things a little stricter if they mm-hmm. decided to go in that direction. I do think it'd be tough for them to come out and be like, "Never mind, you do have to show this or show that." But I guess not entirely impossible, depending on. Where uh, where maybe some of these numbers go? So that I'm glad that we finally have an answer. No mention of alcohol. Not surprising. There, um, I guess you just kind of have to assume that it's going to be a no go. But I do think they have the taps ready. Somebody was tweeting me about that yesterday because supposedly they were ready for those concerts that were taken away. Yeah. And I had some inside sources around this time last year that they were that they had kind of done the 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 majority of the legwork for alcohol, and we kind of got excited. And then the SEC season got pushed back, and everything kind of went crazy in that regard. So, I, I I'm excited, Roush. I, I hope most people. I know you can't really make everybody happy with this sort of stuff. There's, it's literally impossible to do that. But I hope most people are right with it. I do feel bad for the kids under 12 that don't have a chance to be vaccinated up to this point. That for that season opener when it's 90 degrees they're going to be having to wear a mask but i think they're used to it by now i think you're going to have and they wear them to school you know like it's not it's what yeah but school's indoors true, true they're not going to wear them that's the thing i think you're going to see a lot of 12 year olds at the game a lot of a lot of nine-year-olds that have aged uh that they look younger than they are but they're actually 12 <laughs> sir that's an infant i talked to a girl <laughs> at my bar last night a lady she was uh she spent some time as an actress in her younger days she played a 16 year old when she was 28 yeah sounds about right crazy i mean that'd be great how flattering would that be would it be flattering or would it be weird i would I mean, think weird i think that You're it's like a compliment to tell an older person that they look young you yeah, know? well, sure. Like it, it would be much better than you're 28 and you're playing a 50-year-old, you know? That's <laughs> true. Or 40-year-old. Yeah, I, I get your – that you're right about that side of it, but I, I don't know. It, like if you had like kissing at the prom scenes and you're like a 30-year-old, <laughs> just like it's all for fun. Well, that was you know, like the one girl um, 
on Disney Channel, Ashley Tisdale was like 10 years older than everybody that she, all of her co-stars. But, you know, if it pays, it pays. If it pays, it pays. Hey, I did watch Don't Look Under the Bed last night. Oh, I'm sure it held up well. It was pretty funny. Yeah, the, the, the boogeyman is a pretty hilarious boogie person. His name is Larry Houdini. <laughs> 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 Which they, I mean, just how stoned were those riders where they were like, oh, all right, man. so he's pretty mysterious and he's a prankster. And, but he go, jumps around from place to they, place. They make it so... Uh, the dogs on the... The CGI dogs on I the remember the, the girl like diving in the pool and it turns into Jello. Oh, yeah. That was the... That girl would be dead. I mean, yeah. if not only maybe breaking her neck, there's she's in the middle of that pool and nobody's even hustling to get to her. She can't breathe in Jello, can you? Not yes, a chance. I mean, I guess if you're holding your breath like water, the problem would be is that as you would try to push your like the Jello aside... You wouldn't move yourself up. You would just be pushing. The, you would keep sinking. It would be almost like quicksand in that sense. That's that's true. And uh, I don't know how many people noticed this, but the da- the dad in the movie, I think, is a doctor of BS, which is just like a weird. Like it doesn't have anything to do with the movie. But at some point, somebody way. asked him what his profession is, and he's like PhD of human natural waste or something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, so weird. So oh, it was like man. solid waste doctor or something like that. Oh. Uh, good stuff all all around though. Solid, yeah, whatever it was. Good movie. Uh, definitely one for the kiddos around Halloween time. I could see being like eight in that scare and the it's weird concept. Basically, not to spoil, but if you if, if you stop believing in your imaginary friend too early, mm-hmm. it turns into the boogeyman. Yep, and like haunts you and comes after you. That's messed up. Yeah. Are you teaching kids to just like, hey, I don't actually believe in an imaginary friend, but I also don't want to be haunted by a boogeyman. So they, I'm just, gonna... they want kids' imagination to run wild. A little too wild, some may say. Yeah. Hey, do you know, by the way, switching gears here, and we need Better to go to running a muck. Do you realize that we're, we're really, we really are in the thick of it? Thick of what? College football starts. In like 24 hours, or 48 hours. Correct. And... And on top of that, a week from today, have you checked out that slate? That first Thursday slate? Ooh, that I've, uh, I know it's good, but I'm not. You want to hear it? Sure. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Pretty bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Well, I'll tell you when we return. How about that? That sounds good. Yeah, we need a break anyways. I'm pulling it up, but uh, I'll give you, I'll give you, like, this isn't even the best game. Next Thursday, week from today. Boise State at UCF. Oh, like you telling me yeah. you're not watching Boise State at UCF? Oh, that's great. That's that's what we that's that's gonna be a blast. See the old Gus bus, see how old Joey Gatewood fitting into the system down there. Would much rather watch UCF at Boise with the blue field, but I can't do the blue field. But Too that's not even it. that's not even the best game of that Thursday. It may not even be the second best wow. game of that Thursday. We'll come back, we'll tell you the slate. We'll tell you we got a lot more to get to as well. We got recruiting to talk about, football, big text line. All the good stuff. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio with TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Only two things scare me, and one is... Kentucky Roll Call. What's the other? Excuse me? What's the other thing that scares you? 
carnies. What? Circus folk. Nomads, you know. Smell like cabbage. Small hands. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on yes, Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. It's going to be another hot, miserable day. That's just summer in Kentucky for the most part. Golf indoors. Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Go get lessons. Improve your game. The Some people prefer fall golf season the best. I I'm close with that. I think I go spring just because you've been – you haven't been able to play hardly at all throughout the winter, and finally, once the weather's nice, but courses are in better shape in the fall. I don't. I oh yeah, not as crowded either. I'm not sure. as crowded either, and uh, that that's also true. More people burnt out, sick of it. They'll they'll wait till next season. We're still a little ways away from that fall weather, so improve your game for one of the best seasons. Finish strong, finish your year strong, and go get lessons. Allow this to be your third quarter break heading into the fourth quarter, and you can finish the year strong by letting Bobby Cook fix your swing, fix your game, guaranteed to take some strokes off. No player too advanced and no beginner too beginning enough. Yeah, that's that's what the read says. Mm-hmm. Just have to go with what they <laughs> what they wrote down. He's over off exit four in Southern Indiana. Even if you're not looking for lessons, go hit balls. Go play one of their virtual courses, which is pretty much all of them, all throughout the world. I think we played one. What country was it? Oh, I don't know. Somewhere I went in to Europe. Hawaii. And it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, and it was a lot of fun. And they tell you where you're coming in on the ball. They've got cameras and sensors every which way. He's got a got a really cool setup there. Only about 15 minutes for most parts in Louisville. Maybe 10 if you live a little closer to downtown. Maybe 20 if you live a little outside of the Waterson. But it's an easy trip. You'll be glad you went because the prices are cheap, cheap, cheap. Go to BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com or give them a call at 812-913-4415. 812-913-4415. We still need to have a little KRC day out at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Uh, it's it is it's a lot of fun out there. All right, uh, Roush, we, we, we've got other news that happened yesterday. I do want to tell you about the other games a week from today. And realistically, you know, Central Florida, Boise State probably is the second best game. But Ohio State travels to Minnesota. <laughs> I just wouldn't love, and I know it happened last year because it was an all-conference schedule, but I wouldn't love just having a conference game to start. Especially one that, like, you would feel – if you're House State, you obviously need that game. If you're Minnesota, you want it. Like, obviously, you want – if you're with Minnesota, maybe you do want Maybe you're okay with it being the first game. Just see if you can sneak up and, and get them. You know you're going to have a packed house for it. I just wouldn't love a conference game, game number one. That being said, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, Poopy Tennessee will host Bowling Green. They're bigger favorites over Bowling Green than Kentucky is. Ohio State-Minnesota will not be a fun one, for what it's worth. Why not? Ohio State will win by 45. Okay, I'll take Minnesota 44 and a half. Yeah. Also, that's, that's I don't know that CJ Stroud might be terrible. Like there's a very good chance that might happen. But Minnesota's just got awful. I don't think Every they are. Year. I don't think they are got awful. Every year, they two years removed from playing the New Year's 6 game, Justin. They're terrible. 
They were the yeah, like seriously. He, Did Indiana they really has t- one good year during a pandemic. No, this this has no 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 no. Dingus over no, here. This has nothing to do with Indiana. If they did play in a New Year's Six Bowl two years ago, that's my bad. But other than that, Minnesota has just been a train wreck my whole life. They went three and four in the COVID year last year. Eleven and two they in twenty nineteen. They did steal a win from Purdue. That was just egregious. They went to uh, a bowl game in eighteen as well. PJ Fleck is twenty six and nineteen there. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Not bad. Probably better than Tom Allen. Row that boat. Gosh, Justin. I could. I. I love I, I some don't of think, your. I love these takes though. We you, need more of these. You. Takes. You let me know how high you'd like to go on that point spread. Okay. I'll. I'll put it. Do we have an opening line now? It's thirteen and a half. Oh, which I think it's fair, and that that's not an no. in, that's not an indication of a complete and total blowout. It's going to be a team. It'll be more 14. than thirteen and a half. Well, the free bet for you, then, buddy. I know it. I might go hop on it. How and confident then, and you then, are about it makes me very confident that it is going to be a super good game. <laughs> it's going to be like a seven pointer. Or something that's like right. Because that. the first game of the season, you think Ohio State's going to be like perfect? Yeah. I mean, I know I don't think they're going to play great, but they're playing Minnesota guys. You remember the first games last year, like coming off the pandemic? Minnesota still has Tanner Morgan. A quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's been there forever. Like, yeah, dude. It's fine. I know Rashad Bateman ain't walking through that door, but come on. Hey, I Where mean. did Bateman end up getting drafted? Guys, I would love the Ohio State to Ravens. lose. The Ravens? Yeah, I think he's with the Ravens. I haven't heard anything about him. I think he got hurt. Did he? Okay. Yeah, he did get It's hurt, like yeah. dude, classic Ravens wide receivers. I've been doing I've been doing mock drafts in preparation for my Friday draft. or It's tomorrow. I'm very excited about it. I'm basically, you like, my grades via Yahoo keep improving, which uh, feels like I'm almost like taking a practice test for it. But also, also that being said. Which is also a funny way to like look at your, how good is my draft? We'll see what the grade that the computer gives me. And there is like a sense of th- their grades are meaningless. I would have to imagine there's been several league winners that have had se- terrible draft grades, and I'm sure there's been some that have had great ones. So, yes, it's not like – getting a great draft grade is the end-all, be-all. But at least I'm getting a flow for who will be where, at what spots, when I need to maybe go after this person or this position. So that's been that's been productive. I've never really done as many mock drafts heading into a draft as I have this offseason. I still don't feel like I really know much about anything, and it's still – your same fantasy hiccups and dilemmas are you do I take a younger guy that doesn't really have great numbers but everybody's kind of excited about him or do you take the veteran on the downslope that's like well at least I know he was good yeah and he's probably good for like a Julio, big game Julio Jones yeah something. yeah like a Julio Jones versus like an AJ Dillon or something like that obviously different positions but Julio Jones great AJ Dillon he's the number two at Green Bay and Aaron Jones has a history of injuries. Yeah. And that offense is still just going to be stupid good. My only issue with A.J. Dillon is Kylan Hill has, like, I, I kind of forgot Green Bay got Kylan Hill. I didn't realize that either. He, and he's, like, people are just he's loving really him because he's awesome. Yep. So, uh, Green Bay, a lot of running backs. Makes me a little more nervous about Aaron Jones. All right, sorry to get off into the fantasy tangent. Don't even know how I got here. I don't know either. I guess we mentioned Rashad Bateman. Who, oh yeah, he had groin surgery. Yeah, I was gonna say I just, routes, I, yeah. I just hadn't hadn't seen him in any of those mock drafts and hadn't heard anything about him. But he was somebody that was kind of circled potentially going to Green Bay, and hadn't heard anything about him because I uh, think he's going to be good, and that's why we were talking about Minnesota. That's how we got there, folks. We did it. We figured out our train of thought. 
And uh, who else is on that Thursday night? There was so some Tennessee other... Bowling Green. As I Bowling Green travels to Tennessee, our friends at Western Kentucky will host the Skyhawks. Ooh. I guess Little Petrino's not there anymore. Probably went to Missouri State yeah, with his probably, dad. Probably. I, would, I would, I would imagine to guess Terry Touchdown. Oh, they'll host Houston Baptist. So get to at least uh, any way to see that game on TV. Mm. Everything's on TV somewhere. Houston Baptist, the uh, they they have a stadium that's. In a Walgreens parking lot, I believe. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. That was that was something we learned during the pandemic. You Very could, funny stuff. You could do go to the game, stop by Walmart, stop by Walmart, go to the game. Think about tailgating. No, oh, I, sorry, I, I forgot to. It might even be something more hilarious. Like I, I feel like it was a very odd, like oh, here's just your drive-through pharmacy pickup and then a football stadium. Well, I think a Walmart would be pretty great. Uh, Temple at Rutgers. Go Temple. Let's just hope Rutgers is a train wreck. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt if Rutgers yeah, is complete and total trainer. Yeah, I really want them to be a disaster. So uh, they're four, they're, they're, they're fourteen against. point favorites in that. And Rutgers probably going to have a nice year. They they seem to have a lot of momentum. Coastal Carolina they'll host the Citadel, but nobody will really care about Coastal Carolina until they play somebody halfway decent. And then I'm semi. They do have their quarterback back at Coastal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, It'll be fun to watch. Chad, no, Chad Will's the coach. Uh, McCall, McCall is back. They they lost some. A good defensive lineman, but the McCall is back. They have a win total that I kind of am tempted to bet because it's 10, and they play a good schedule. You have to be almost perfect to win 10 again. Coastal Carolina? Yeah. Like I think I actually a, saw their schedule, and it's not good. No, I was like, if I was Coastal Carolina. But they play all the good teams in the Sun Belt. Like, they didn't avoid any cross-division ones. Louisiana's good. Um, Here's their schedule. This is, I mean, if you were like, hey, I can't wait to listen to Kentucky Roll Call today so they can break down Coastal Carolina's schedule. They they host Kansas, but you have to imagine they're beating Kansas. They've beaten them twice. No, they play at Buffalo, which, which Buffalo that, was Mac champs, but yeah. they lost Lance Leopold to Kansas. <laughs> in fact, they go to Arkansas State. They go to Appalachian State, which maybe those are two games that you think could be tricky at Georgia Southern, and then they get Troy too. coming to their place. Uh, do you know who App State's quarterback is now? If Coastal Carolina is really a nationally ranked team, they should win all those. Do games. you remember the name Chase Bryce? No, he was the Clemson quarterback that filled in for I think injured Trevor Lawrence one game. Does that sound right? It was he. He played. He started a game or two at Clemson. Uh, transfers to Duke and was absolutely terrible. So he's completing the. Uh, North Carolina Triangle by going to Boone to play for App State. At least he got to probably keep all of his friends. Yeah. They're all right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not too far apart. Uh, Eastern Carolina, App State that night as well, next week, a week from today. And then Man, uh, South Florida at NC State. And we were talking during the break. Everybody keeps talking like how NC State's this trendy, fun team to watch. Uh, I think they were on the verge of being ranked, but I don't have the poll up in front of me. And they always cite that, like, hey, they had a nice season last year, and they're returning so much. Kentucky had a nicer season <laughs> and them. was a better team and mm-hmm. is returning a lot themselves. But Kentucky, I don't know. I feel like Kentucky has gotten more love this offseason than they normally do, but I still don't feel like it's probably actually deserving of where they should be. And I know there's some Kentucky fans listening that are thinking to themselves, until UK has – anything proven at quarterback they're properly ranked as kind of an unknown because if you don't have good quarterback play your your limitations are that but I don't think the last couple years there have been 25 teams better than Kentucky and quarterback play has been a major issue yeah and and if and if you want to split hairs 30 teams better than Kentucky 
Like in that that doesn't mean that there aren't more teams than that could beat UK. The way I do that is if like they played, you know, if they played five times, who's winning three of them? Kentucky's a good football team. They're tough to prepare against. They're tough, and they can wear you down and they can wear you out. You have to have some serious depth and a lot of talent to be able to comfortably win against Kentucky. Um, and you saw the best of the best have no issues with it because they are basically what Kentucky is from a depth standpoint, but much more talented. So you you saw the results. The issue for Kentucky is getting more talent, and ideally that's going to be at the quarterback position. But at their, they haven't had quarterback, great quarterback play in the Mark Stoops era, all things considered, yet they've been really, really good. So that's why I'm kind of – I don't worry about the quarterback position as much as everybody. I do think to have that dream season that Daryl Bird is imagining – and uh, who else was it that put Jay Cutler? No, not, it was uh, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf thought UK was going to have a nice season, too, yeah. which is great. Like You're getting more of that, but then you still get those little comments from that ex-Florida quarterback from yesterday. Which, that's hilarious. Like, <laughs> and the thing that, that takes me I off is like Kentucky should have, in the last five years, Kentucky should have more wins against Florida than Than Flor- losses. Yeah. yeah they should be you could maybe go the last two. six years and say that, yeah. but – it's uh maybe not six because that'd bring in that blowout year with the uh, Jordan Jones calling his teammates out after the game. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. It ended up turning out all right for that team. Yeah, though. yeah. yeah. so uh, but regardless, suck it, ex Florida quarterback. If you didn't hear the quote, Shane Matthews, yeah, went in kind of then, in passing. Yeah, and then he went in on Missouri, like Missouri, that place. And he his Missouri insults were kind of funny. I and mean, the issue is he's kind of right about both things. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, so Joey Gatewood sounded so familiar to me, but I never did piece it together until I looked him up after he left Kentucky. He went to the high school down in Jacksonville that I lived about, oh, less than 10 minutes from. Oh. Pretty cool. That is awesome. I didn't know that. Did you ever watch him in high school? I might have actually. No, I don't think so. No. Oh. That would have made I, I went back in the memory banks, better. and I don't, th- I don't think I ever called a game for them, but I might have, but I doubt. I don't think so. Would you ever interview Kangaroo Finstyle? Nope. Okay. Keep an eye out on him. <laughs> He's going back to the area, supposedly. So, we were talking about the Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dingus, that's great. I used to live about where he went to high school. That's great. It does just seem like an accurate summary, though, of like Missouri football games. They're <laughs> early. They're the great gray gray skies. Nobody's nobody's there. there. Atmospheres, whatever. You basically hear everything the PA announcers do and say. Has, has Missouri ever played a night football game at home? Well. Do their lights work? Yeah, I think they have. And when Kentucky won on the CJ, when they when they scored on that final play, that was a four. Yeah, it was yeah. night. It was evening yeah. by the time that game ended. But uh, well, I told myself that I could, if when all went according to plan, I could still make it back to Louisville for a Halloween party. I did not, of course. I mean, yeah, when the game ends too like busy that, too. running on the field, yeah, holding yeah. the camera like a well, just going going running around like a madman. Real madman, I I uh I and the thing is Kentucky, whether we like it or not, I can just spew everything that I just spewed about. I think Kentucky's still been a top thirty, top twenty five team the last few seasons, and they haven't had great quarterback play. 
that's fine. The perception, perception to some degree, Roush's reality. Kentucky isn't viewed as a team that can throw it down the field, can big, can can pick up big chunk plays through the air, and that's going to be the perception until it changes. And it doesn't bother me what Florida ex quarterbacks have to say. It's how Kentucky football is viewed, and that should be motivation for for Will and for Mark Stoops. And I saw the big dog, of course, had a had a tweet about it, which yeah. is always exciting. I, I like that he threw a little jab at Spurrier, which is good, clean fun. But that's that, until we can prove otherwise, that's how people look at us. So go out there and sling it around a little bit. Hope that they do. Man, Shane Matthews sounds like just generic – D bag for I just don't remember him. When, I, so I actually think that he was rivals with Darren Henshaw back in the day, if I do recall. Uh, I do declare. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, so he played early 90s. Uh, man, that was early Spurrier. Yeah, I don't even. He would have been before Danny Warfel, so Danny Warfel ended up replacing yeah, him. I, I don't feel. He, he started his. Pr- Professional career in 1993. So before my time, Shane Matthews. Suck it, buddy. Yep, suck it. But hey, Florida fans, they love, you know, being the, uh, they, they love their quarterbacks talking like that, you know. Uh, he was the quarterback for that first SEC championship game. He was he was in, I, I think they lost to Alabama. And he threw an inter- Yeah, he threw a pick six. That lost him the game. Wow, so, what a loser. Suck it, Shane Matthews. Uh, yeah, he uh, finished fifth in the 1991 Heisman Trophy voting. Wow. Not even fourth. Wow, not even fourth. That's, that's, that's tough. All right, let's get to the text line. Let's start it before we go to our daily double break here. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. A texter says, does Justin actually – did actually – did Justin – oh, my goodness gracious. Jesus. Did Justin actually come back from vacation – Taking over an hour to upload the podcast this whole week, usually up in 20 minutes. Wow. Suck it, Justin. Wow. Uh, technology. I don't even know what to say because you're in my head, TJ, with that stupid response you gave me twice yesterday. <laughs> what? That's what? exactly what I would say if I was in that situation. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's a great TJ impression. It's we so, need to hear that more often, Justin. I was going to say it wasn't my fault. It was the technology, but then you hit me with the, that BS you did twice yesterday. It's, and I can't say anything to it. First off, it's true. Secondly, I don't understand, and this is a common theme at Big X Sports Radio, I just don't understand why things sometimes work, and then, and then, and then you know, shortly after you bring it up that it's not working, it starts to work again. It literally it's like magic. So I was I was logging into SoundCloud and it literally would not let us log in on anybody's account and it said our robots think that you are a robot. I was like, "What? How does that happen?" Right. Why? That, I have like, no idea. It just seems idea. like the weirdest stuff yeah. only happens here at my office. My <laughs> stuff are do sometimes things go wrong? Yeah, but they get fixed and boom, it's but robot thinks you're a robot. What? <laughs> like, that doesn't what happen. The hell? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that before. I was I saw that yesterday when I logged in. I was like, I, "What no, does that I even have, mean?" I have struggled to fill out captures, you know, like the uh, <laughs> like we're click on cl- the light post. Yeah, you know, supposedly like, that's for like Google self driving cars. Every time you do one of those, you're basically like helping it. You're helping, yeah. But man, I'm so bad at if it. If you think about it, there's probably bajillions of those a day. Yeah. So man, let's get these self driving cars out here. It's not as bad with Zuckerberg. our new KSR, but the old KSR, I would. It would take three and four tries just for me to get on there. 
Some of them are really tricky. Well, especially because they use like, like circle what, the wheel. What's an auto bus? And like, <laughs> okay, but like buses in Europe look different than buses in America. You or it'll know? be like palm trees, and then they just have a bunch of different like desert. You're just like, I don't know if that's technically a palm tree or not. And that little one is technically in that box. Do I do I hit that one, or is that one good to go? I do think they give a little leeway on them. You'd have to imagine there's just some poor old person out there that is just like, I'm done. If you show me, if you make me click these boxes, I can't do it. And it like pops up and they just have to click out of the tab and try again. Hope that it doesn't do it. (laughs) So then all of a sudden it just started working. Uh, No, I just had to do it from a different computer. I actually just tried to log into SoundCloud here and it's the same thing. So it'll be a little bit of a delay today as well. Show some patience, y'all. People just want their podcast. They want to. They want to listen to our it. show. That's Dude, how I get we get it. paid. I get it. So it's best to make them happy. I yeah. will. I will call Trevor seventeen times the second we get off air, and maybe he'll answer on the eighteenth. He he won't. No, he he definitely won't. Yeah, you can you you can bet Set on your that. Watch to it. Hey Roush, there's something that I think you've got some deets on. Oh. That I I need to talk about an hour or two. What? And I I've done appraisals here. Uh, not. It's actually been probably a couple months since I've done one. What the hell is going on in Meade County? Meow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll talk about that. This is Kentucky Roll, Roll Call. Call. Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kaler. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Hey there, welcome back. Hour number two. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roush, you went to the fair about 12 hours too early. You could be at the Big Country Ham breakfast. Miss it. You Which could be there with they, all the dignitaries. That's where they auction off a ham for like a million dollars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Excuse me? Yep. I mean, not I'm, even. I'm, I'm exaggerating slightly, but it's like $10,000 for a ham. Not even a pig, a ham. Yeah, an actual ham. That's like cured. That's the. That's, that's Supposedly what, it is pretty good, though. Yeah. But like, that's the. Uh, it's a big fundraising kind of deal, you know. Uh, that's what they do at the country ham breakfast. I wonder Missed if the it. breakfast itself is good. It's got to be, right? That's something Gus would know. Oh, see if they're sniffing farts. I don't know if he's there or not this morning, but uh, but all everybody but Andy Bashir pretty much there. I had a uh, ribeye sandwich. That was pretty good at the fair. Oh, fair food is great. Mm-hmm. Didn't do the My co- brother worked as like a food vendor at the fair one year, just like mm. randomly in a food truck or something. I uh, I knew a guy that owned like all like oh, a yeah? good chunk of them. Yeah, so like my buddies had to work them every year. Supposedly it's pretty good it. money. And like oh, yeah. you were just a kid and you'd have it pretty fun, I'd imagine. But it gets hot. Real hot. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh it was rainy, so I we were eating inside instead of like normally I just like to grab a corn dog on the outside. I think we're gonna go back Saturday for a little bit just to get corn dogs. So 
Looking forward to that. Got a ribeye sandwich. So ribeye. You're, you're going back just for the corn dogs? Well, you know, we got extra tickets. So, yeah. Well, Why not? Back for a little you know, bit. it's only once a year. Yeah, exactly. It's not too far from you. I don't believe. But no, uh, sad, sad that it wasn't a good crowd. I know it was hot and well, yeah, too, yesterday but... was great, though, because it was overcast and then it rained. It cooled everything down. It was real nice. The Bud Light tent, by the way, they got some, they got some good musical acts. That, um, I, I didn't get to stay to watch my buddy's band, but Frankie uh, Moody, that guy's good. Frankie Moody? You're just now learning about Frankie Moody? No, I, I learned about him this summer at the track, actually. I had classes with Frankie Moody. Really? At St. X. He's great. He's, he's very really good. good. Very like, good. Like people just like shout out an artist's name and he'll just start playing their stuff. He's he's good. Yeah, I know. I, I've got some friends that like are that follow him every show. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's worth. I mean, for a one man band, like he sounds as good as a full one sometimes. You know. Yeah. And he doesn't just play like country stuff. Plays a little bit of everything. So really enjoy him. I bet. Uh, I don't know if he's seen he, anybody. I would imagine if you're just that talented of a singer and you're just mm-hmm. singing like country songs at bars late at night i bet you could do well with the the ladies he uh he was the one that invited duke on stage in the paddock oh really yeah. okay that's cool yeah well good yeah. stuff well frankie real Moody. good stuff you know what's great stuff though what's that salsaritas they need to get a booth out at the fair because the nachos out there they cannot compare to salsaritas nachos those chips they are wildly addictive and you can have them at your tailgate this fall Shout out to Big Blue Drew. He finally made his way out to Salsaritas. He also dropped a new Kentucky Dad podcast today with uh, old Bradley B Roll. Oh, is the is the B Roll just got a newborn? Too. I know, so yeah. even more daddier. Newborn with twins uh, that are like twelveish or so. Yeah, and I think his they're like a divided. Yeah, divided twins. embryo and oh. divided household in their fandom. I think one's a U of L yeah, kid and, and one's a UK kid. That one was talking trash to the UK players at one of the camps this year. Oh, that little stinker! <laughs> it was fun. It yeah, was good, well, good I fun. look forward to listening to that. But Big Blue Drew finally made his way out to Salsaritas. He sent me a picture of it, loaded up, went to town. He uh, he was a big fan of it, and why wouldn't you be, Roush? It is absolutely delicious. I told him about the Blue Power Raid, but he said that he had 500 calories worth of Mr. Pib instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but who's counting? Yeah. Yeah, we ran into another KRC. I was there on Tuesday, ran into a KRC listener. Folks are going to Salsaritas, and understandably so. And with the weekend approaching and tomorrow being... My first fantasy draft, and I'm sure a lot of folks are having theirs, and similar in the next week or two weeks, the NFL season isn't too far away, you're going to want some catering. You can do it online the app, download it, Salsaritas, or give them a call at 502-356-9468. 502-356-9468. Big Blue Drew told me a funny story about a competitor. This was before he knew even about Salsaritas many years ago. He was getting catering from a competitor, place that doesn't even hold a candle to Salsaritas. Of I mean that. Not. Some people would compare their food to dog food, because um, I've referenced it as that before. But anyways, they come, and they drop off the catering, mm-hmm. and Big Blue Drew said everything went fine with it. That's uh, a surprise. But everything went fine <laughs> with it, no issues. The party was fed, and everybody had a, a, a merry time. The next morning, at the exact same time it was delivered on Saturday, it was delivered again. (laughs) They got the day wrong. And the way Big Blue Drew told it 
was that they did like they were just they would re- not allow them to take it back. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, like they refused to like be like, no, no, we had it down for Sunday. This is your all's food. Oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. But did you have to pay for it? I don't think he had to pay for it. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, hell I'd yeah. be like, yeah, uh, yeah you're, deal. you're right day here. Thank you, bye. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, and Justin. Also, I wasn't kidding. Last year, the ham went for a million bucks. Holy moly! Yeah, it's about to go ham. I, I could understand like if it was a whole pig, but just a ham. Yeah, and they give it to charity. You could understand a whole pig for a million bucks? Yeah, because then you can get several hams out of it. (laughs) You just dress it right there. (laughs) Oh, man. One thing I can't understand is why people want to play for Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Monty Bates, the best person since Michael Jordan to ever play basketball. I'm not letting you get off this Meade County story, by the way, but we do need to talk about Monty Bates, probably a little bit more important than people dressing up as cats in Meade (laughs) County. Uh, I whatever isn't that the response to that just like whatever it's also going i mean there has never been more like you can't have more pressure on you if you're pretty hard away tons of pressure and you you'd rather have it this way and we we are going to say this and it's fair to say this they're like no excuses for penny this year if he can't win big it's never gonna happen and that no excuses. These are all true statements, but if you're Penny, this is the position you want to be in. You'd rather have more talent and more pressure than less talent with less expectations. You're still going to rub people the wrong way if you're losing one way or another. Yes, it can kind of explode if it's if it gets too big and you're just a complete and total bust, but there is pressure, but this is the way you'd want it. They got Bates. It seemed like a lot of people started kind of whispering and talking about that a few weeks ago as being a possibility. And I had a hot take on this, Roush. I I do think that like there is some truth to all right, Cal, the the playing field is completely even. We could and accurately say other schools are cheating. Kentucky maybe not willing to be that brazen and just mm-hmm. offer kids like LSU and Memphis and pay for moving expenses and all that stuff. Okay, so maybe we can understand why some of these – it's head-scratching still, but maybe we can understand why they're going to these other schools. They're getting paid to go there. Now with nil, it's it's open season really just for any player. And I don't care so much about missing out on Jalen. I wish Kentucky would have gotten him. I, I really wish they would have gotten one of him or Kofi, but I said all along that I wanted Kofi more so. He ended up kind of with nothing. And you weren't going to get Bates. That doesn't bother me that he didn't go there. You weren't. Right. He wasn't even in the final list. But there is a little truth to like, all right, you need to – this 2022 class that we all feel so good about, you oh, do you, need to rock you, and roll it. Go get get sharp and lively. Like that's – that. You do that and, Yeah. Yeah, but that is, uh, I don't want to say necessary, but like, you know. And it's, again, you, you, the Kofi thing, really weird, but that is what it is. At the end of the day, you were kind of trying to lure, or were you even trying, but you were going to lure an All-American away from a school that just had national title expectations after taking two of their coaches, whatever. Jalen, I think Jalen's going to be a little overrated, and that may sound like sour grapes. I still think he'll be a nice player, but people thinking that he's going to look like a number one draft pick throughout the entire duration of the college season, 
he he will not. And then I mean, they, the, the people, plan is for Bates to play point said guard that too about Duran. If Bates, if they really are going to play Bates at point guard, which they will not, they'll try it. They'll do it to some extent. Which that would be terrible. He's going to get dominated by more experienced guards that have been playing college basketball for four years that are going to know exactly what he's going to want to do, mm-hmm. and that his talent won't be able to shine through that far away for the duration of forty minutes. So I'm not worried about Memphis. I think, like, if you're a Memphis fan, you should absolutely be thrilled. You should be over the moon. Ha-ha, we didn't need Calipari to bring in good players. We've got another coach that can bring in good players. So, party on Memphis, but I'm we're all – just know what's going to happen if I, you trip up in the tournament. I, you're going to get a lot of people to, laughing at you. Like, It's one thing if they had just one. Having two, they're going to have a lot of attention. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of sports center on there. And so, anytime there's any misstep, you know, it's going to be uh, – and it's, going, I, it's going to be bad. And the thing is, they they've it's a really good situation. Like you're bringing in a bunch of young talent, which is hard to win with, and Cal makes it look easier more times than not. But you got Larry Brown; he's a super experience. You got Rasheed Wallace, which is weird. So, like, yeah. if there's any in-house controversy or egos, you would think that somebody that has played at the highest level on on championship teams could could go and talk and, and make things better in that situation. Tamp that out, yeah. You, you've you got the it, – it all is lined up for Penny. Just don't blow it. It would be a real shame if you blew it, Penny. Real, real shame. By the way, I still would take Kentucky over. I, I still think if Kentucky and Memphis played, Kentucky should win the game. And that's coming from not seeing either one of these teams played. Obviously, I reserve the right to change that thought, but I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not really either. But it is – Justin, are... if you had – you should have came in and said, that's what I would say if I was worried but didn't want people to know I was worried. <laughs> Damn it, Justin. You would have just had the yeah, audience rolling. Yeah, that buddy. would have been good. My brain doesn't work and like it, yours. It also is true that it would have – I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah. If I was scared but didn't <laughs> want people to know it. Amoni Bates, good luck, buddy. Why – Penny. Penny. Penny, a great recruiter. Yeah. Like, he's got nothing to show. Would <laughs> he's much, got nothing to show, but yet he's getting these good players. Good for him. Would much rather see Bates at Memphis than Michigan State, for what it's worth. Oh, yeah. But you're an IU fan. Exactly. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, and the, 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 it, it's also the got, the, the, I, This can't be good for the kids, right? What's that? Like they're not going to. I don't see Penny Hardaway as some master talent developer. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, you really you have no idea because James Wiseman's the only guy. He played two games and now he's been hurt. You know, like That's you don't. True. You, there's there's no. DJ but, Jeffries was finally starting to come into his own, and he transferred. Yeah. like he was starting to play kind of well. He'll be at Mississippi State. Mississippi State underrated, good team heading into the SEC next year. Yeah, um, but. Uh, that's what makes Memphis kind of fascinating. And also, I like that all of the national writers are now like, all right, Penny, time to pay the piper. Like, here. Uh, I saw Iman Brennan saying something like, hey, if Penny wants all the smoke, well, he's going to get it now. So the heat is on in Memphis. Uh, Should be I, fun to watch. A little part of me wishes we just still had Greg Marshall at Wichita State. Could totally see him and Penny getting into a fist fight. <laughs> oh yeah, like actually, like, <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah, like not just like you know yelling at Pushing each other, like, like punching. That dude was I mean, Greg totally Marshall unstable. Punch guys like players in the face. Of course, they'll punch a grown man in the face. That wife. Oh gosh, twenty seventeen second round game Indianapolis. That that will that that will be like hardcore UK fans will always remember that weird weird little incident. <laughs> 
And somehow Drew Franklin ended up right in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, and I don't even really remember how he ended up in the middle of it, other than he was just sitting by her. Yeah, I think he was, like, filming and broadcasting it and tweeting it out, and they were like, hey, let's not do that. And, they, and he was like, why can't I tweet out that? Yeah. She's, I could, you know, I same. could tweet out the players. I'd tweet right. out that. I can do whatever I want. Uh, by the way, really enjoyed Drew's write-up on the Grove Park Inn haunting. I stayed there in February, when I, the, the last actual vacation I had. Not weekend oh, getaways. Oh. The last vacation that I was able to well, finally Drew was kick. on a weekend getaway there. He he went okay. So this was a vacation. He went on a weekend getaway. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> that hotel is awesome in Asheville. The Grove Park Inn golf there, which yeah. was nice, and uh, golf course was good. Cool, really cool setup, but kind of did feel haunted. I guess Drew said he saw some ghosts or something. Oh, I love it. He said he saw a ghost and then stayed in the room where the ghost. Supposedly lives. Yes. Although he said when they were in the room, he didn't see the ghost. It was when they were he said like he saw the ghost some some pissed. person like dangling on the balcony, and he was like, "That's weird." And then it was like the room where the ghost was. <laughs> Who? That's creepy. Drew has some ghost stories. Yeah, ghosts are real. Max Boss doesn't believe it, but we should start a bo- ghost podcast. Ghost? Nah, we don't need a ghost podcast. <laughs> the, the market is oversaturated with, with ghost, ghost pod- podcasts. Yeah. 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 Is it really? There's yes. that many? Yeah. Oh, man, it's a... Because I, I like spooky and paranormal things, but there's a bajillion of them. That's wild. Yeah. Well, because everybody, you know, everybody has a good ghost story. That's what people sit around. They've been telling ghost stories for thousands of years, so naturally people get on podcasts and start telling them as well, too. It's true. Yeah, makes sense. You know what doesn't make sense? Why a bunch of kids would dress <laughs> up like cats to go to high school, which honestly... This is one of the funnier. Oh, it's so good. I mean, like I, I so at Meade County High School, there's been a small group of students who are dressing up and acting like cats at school. And <laughs> this quote, this quote to WLKY, is from a grandmother, an anonymous grandmother, which is one of the. This is just one of the greatest quotes I've ever seen in my life. Apparently, from what I understand, they're called furries. They identify <laughs> with animals. These people will hiss at you or scratch at you if they don't like something you're doing. <laughs> I was hearing rumblings of this last year, but it really got bad when they went back to school this year. I have two grandkids in school, and my grandkids, they don't want to go to school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got cataphobia. Feel oh, out of phobia. These grandkids are scared of the school cats. <laughs> <laughs> man, high school has really changed if the kids dressing up as cats are doing the bowling. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really is like that I mean, South Park episode where the, the drama kids bully the athletes. Well, like 21 Jump Street where yeah. like all of the, yeah. uh, the popular kids are <sighs> eco-friendly uh, and they deal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> They're the hippies. Man, it is uh, it is wild. And the thing is, too, is I'm sure this probably started as like a, a fun kind of prank. I don't know if they are, if they see themselves as furbies. Furries. If they identify as cats, I think we. I, I don't think we got a prank situation going but on. But I here. think I think it probably started as a prank and then just evolved. Like I, you know I what? bet not. I kind of like this hissing at people. This is fun. There are some weird people in the world. What's that big New York improv company? I forget what it's called. But they like stage a bunch of these like weird like social awkward interactions. Like this is funny. What if just like a group of like seventy students said, "Hey, for the next three weeks." 
dress up as cats and just don't really like tell anybody why. Also, cats, hilarious. Cats are the most annoying thing to dress up as too, because you can just be like meow, and then you can like they said hiss at people or. Well, the fact that they're that they're scratching at folks is interesting too. I'm sure they're and not like actually like. I'd like to think that they are though. I'd like to like, think that ah! yeah, like a teacher's just coming with like claw marks and it's like I was tagged by one of the junior cats <laughs> <laughs> in the stairwell. Oh yeah, and they need to act like cats oh, too. No. You know what you do? You get lasers. What you do? You, you get lasers <laughs> and you get guys to dress up as dogs. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, that would on. be great, too. Yeah. <laughs> you get to get to a point where Meade County, everybody's just dressing up as different animals. <laughs> and the teachers are like, what the hell is going on perfect, here? Perfectly on brand for Meade County. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shots fired at the Green Wave. <sighs> Man. I, don't, I just don't understand how they've been able to get away with it. So the superintendent came out and said that it's against dress code policy. What? But yet, what? That, but yet they've been doing it since last last school year. How, like is, how, it, are, how is it address, How is it against dress code? What, what's the rule? It's like an Air Bud. Ain't no rule that says dog can't play basketball. <laughs> you show me in the handbook where it says don't consistently dress up and act like cats in class. Uh, I really do wonder what it is. Like, oh, they don't have a belt on? Like, what's and then the... get a kitty belt. <laughs> I'm all for it. Hold strong, cats of Meade County. Oh, man. <laughs> Gosh, this is great. It's so great. Some pretty good text about it on the text line. What a wild, wild country we're living in. Let's get to that text yeah, line. Yeah. Uh, texter says, Salsarita's truck here in Cynthia. might have to give it a try. Oh, you definitely They sent the picture of it, too. Just, just so, like, if you're going to a Salsarita's outside of Louisville, they're not our Salsarita's. Or but, so the quality might not be up to snuff. Like, we are big fans of the Louisville Salsaritas. And that's not to say we don't like Salsaritas elsewhere. We just don't know. We just don't know. Right. But I hope you enjoyed it. I do think their chips are universal, though. So their chips, I think, travel, um, which is is a good thing. So at a minimum, you're going to get their amazing chips and their spicy salsa. And also, Cynthiana, shout out to Joby Hall, my late grandmother, Cynthiana. Woo! Oh, and Walking Dead, right? Isn't that like supposed yeah, to take yeah, place? Yeah, the, in... the cartoonist. Oh my gosh, the Walking started Dead started another season the other night. They're still. Who is watching the Walking Dead? Please text in five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. My roommate. No way. I swear I'm alive. Like he's watched every episode. Yeah, and he at I... this point you may as well just become a, a zombie. A zombie. Yeah, I mean, I w- I walked in the other day and I was like, I noticed. The main character, because I mean, I don't really watch it, but I've seen it a- enough to know. But I saw the main character. I'm like, the hell's this? Walking Dead. New season. I was like, well, you got to be kidding me. What are, what are we doing? I saw the I saw the promos for it. And I was just like, there's no way that they are still well, going they with did this a, damn storyline. They did a new like spinoff, right? They did Fear the Walking Dead, but I think that got canned. Or it moved just to streaming. That. I think it moved just to streaming. Did it? Yeah. Like, and it was basically just like the L.A. and Mexico version of The Walking Dead. Yeah. I was into The Walking like, the, the beginning of The Walking Dead was amazing. Just zombies is just... I've talked about it a lot. Out. They the had to make done. a hard decision whether we want this show to like go down as not one of the best shows of all time, but like a really, really good... You don't get good horror series. You just don't. You don't get them on TV. They're few and very few and very far between. Or they said we can all get filthy, filthy rich on this and drag this thing out till Kingdom Come, and they obviously chose the latter. And good for them getting their money. But the sh- I, I don't know, I don't know what the hell could still be going on in this post-apocalypse world. 
Alliance seems whack. How long till Michigan, Ohio State join the SEC? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Suck it, Indiana. Hey, that makes our road easier. I'm here for it. <laughs> Did the uh, I heard I didn't get to hear what he said. I had to I had to run, but the Mike Rutherford show said that there was some like bad news for the Alliance. Oh, he was probably joking, right? No, he like there, Oh, no, no. There, there was, was uh, something on the, Tuesday the, night. The attorneys for the, in the Alston case that went to the Supreme Court, they threatened That's like right. they, they sent him a letter saying you cannot um I forget the exact word, but you can't uh, conspire to prevent athletes from making money off their name, image, and likeness. And essentially by forming an alliance that could violate Austin. How could that violate that? Not to get into the weeds of it. Well, they're saying that we believe in the student athlete and things are changing and alliance, we're coming together. Yeah, I, I don't really know the specifics of it, but they're saying that it could potentially be if you're trying to make rules wow. and plan on going against it. I don't know. Anything that is a speed bump for the Alliance I'm all for. Mm-hmm. 100%. Suck it, Alliance. Which is kind of a suck it directly to Justin and Trevor. They are members of the Alliance. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you all have a producer's alliance that, like, you, you I mean, and Douglas I think like, it's go get just, coffee? I think it's just said when they came out with the actual Alliance. I think it was just implied that we had one as well. Uh, I know that there's a producer alliance, all right. I know all about it. Although I thought Douglas was from the SEC, so we already poached him. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if this was for us or the Mike Rutherford show, but Javion Hawkins cut by the Falcons. Oh, man. Maybe didn't make the best call leaving? Well, n- no. it's You'd much rather not play for Scott Satterfield than play for him. Wow. Boom. Roasted. Yeah. So, that's important. Good to know. Texter says, I honestly don't understand why it's such a big deal to show proof of negative tests to come to a big gathering. I get you don't like mandates, TJ, but this seems like basic stuff. It's it's just not basic stuff. It's not normal. It's just not normal. And hey, uh, surprising news out, out of Israel that like natural immunity is proving to last longer than the vaccines are, hmm. which is would put the whole vaccine mandates just to absolute bed. Uh, Israel does have a nice... Uh... They're kind of a guinea pig. They are. They totally are. That's the whole thing about this. Because they're a lot of countries scale, are. and they have like access to stuff. We are kind of from a state standpoint. You know, different states doing different things. That's, yeah, that's it's the thing just, is they're all just so similar. But the difference is, is that like American liberty values, you can't like actually mandate anything over here because people lose their minds. Israel, New they, York City they do has things. a has a vaccine mandate. I mean, that's I mean, a okay. It's biggest the biggest city. city in the world, but it's. One city out of... And I think other big you know. cities do as well. I think there's more big cities than you think. I think Philly has one as well. Um, but I think New York's the most like advanced where you actually like you downloaded a pass and you you know you scan it and whatnot. Mm. Um, I don't think other places are as advanced as that. I think some places are simply just like you show a picture of, you can show a picture of your card. Which, mm-hmm. again, that brings in like how easy is it going to be for people who aren't just to fake some it. Some dude got a lot of... Uh... Some dude got in a lot of trouble for for a faking one. No, not faking ones for selling blank cards for like a thousand bucks a pop. Oh, it was like a pharmacist at like a Walgreens. If you're gonna do that, you better not get caught. Yeah, yeah, better not get caught. Uh, Texer says, uh, in a few it, years, you're gonna have to get your kid vaccinated for certain things just to go to school. It's actually very American to help keep each other safe. George yeah, but- Washington, he inoculated the troops. That was his uh, line. 
uh, inoculate them from smallpox. Smallpox killed more people in the American Revolution than uh, than people killed people. Yeah, the, the I think a lot of people think like George Washington had you know Betsy Ross and was like, all right, everybody sit down. We're gonna we're gonna shoot this thing into your arm. That inoculation process was severe. They'd cut open somebody's wrist. And they'd take somebody that has smallpox and take one of their blisters, scrape it where there'd be pus, and <laughs> rub it into that. And then they'd tell that person, you were by yourself for a month, and like, you know, eight of those people died. But it was worth it. Like, it was worth it to have just a few of those people die and, Versus... the, and the masses survive. That's it. That's how I was done. It was, uh, it was better to take your chances of natural immunity that way than to have a major bad outbreak that could wipe out the whole camp. That was their biggest concern during that time was they weren't, they weren't concerned about winter. They weren't concerned about the British. They were worried about an outbreak that would take down their whole forces, which wouldn't have that have been an interesting twist in the American Revolution. Just Pretty like, crazy. It's also like, man, we've come getting a shot in the arm a lot easier than you know, getting your wrist cut <laughs> yeah. open and have pus rubbed in it. To- totally. Uh, Disgusting. Those what? eating breakfast, we apologize. Yeah, what a terrible word. Probably, a, I know. I didn't. I don't. You don't want to say it, and it's gross. Everything about that word and that is just disgusting. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll <laughs> stop talking about uh, bodily fluids when we return on Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports <laughs> Radio. Yeah, actually, I can't promise that. <laughs> So where are you headed? Aspen. Mmm, California. Beautiful. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. Appreciate you spending it along with us. Want to remind you, up until this weekend, Genesis Diamonds, you're going to save 20% on any and all GIA certified diamonds. They're on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. That goes until the end of this weekend. This is a once-in-a-year sale. 20% 20% off all GIA certified diamonds. They say other jewelry store owners will be at this sale to buy so they can mark up at their own stores. You may as well save the price while you can. Save oh, the money. Do it. 20% off Genesis Diamonds. All right. Hey, uh, did you see yesterday, TJ, that Kentucky is uh, a contender for the number one football player in 2023? I did not see that. Yeah. Overton's his name, uh, Lebeus Overton. Being a good football player is his game. Yep, and uh, his mom went to UK, played oh. volleyball there. So, oh, you know UK volleyball won the national championship. It's true. So there's um, even though it is top twelve, and you see Kentucky, you know, they're just in there amongst a lot of the big dogs. You can't completely write write them off there. It's a you have it's a big a, season this year. Yeah. Who? Why not? Yeah. Hashtag why not? I I know we. I don't know how to phrase this. I don't I don't want to compare Indiana and Kentucky, but this football the situations with the football programs are eerily similar. Like historically have been bad. 
Uh, now starting to find a little footing. You're starting to be in on recruits that you've never been in on. And eventually it's it's only a matter of time until both schools, I think, start landing those recruits and then just potentially become national powers. I think Kentucky's further along in your timeline yeah. than IU. Kentucky's been doing this a while. Four or five years in a row, Bulls. We're, we're maybe a year or so behind. I, yeah, yeah. But, and, and you could make the case. And, and I people, think a people lot of like it, Tom Allen more than Stoops. Yes, and yeah. I think True. a lot of it does come back because IU has had better quarterback play, and as a country, we just value teams with quarterbacks a right. lot more, uh, even if it doesn't always ring true in that regard. But IU, you, Justin, what you could say is, yeah, maybe Kentucky's been doing it a little bit longer, but as where, where things stand right now, IU's thought of in a similar or maybe better light than than Kentucky nationally. But on the recruiting trail, I still think Kentucky selling SEC, they're generally going to finish ahead of Indiana in recruiting rankings. But yeah, there are some there are some similarities. They're, they both do have football teams. And both do need a big year this year. Like that's that that is true. It's something probably we haven't talked enough about Roush, and we do still have Unfortunately, six more shows before the season actually starts. Then we can talk results and we can talk X's and O's and all that fun stuff. But one thing we haven't really talked about, if like this year ends up somehow being a disaster, that's going to be really bad. Like, really bad. I can't imagine that. Like, I, the, I can't either. Well, like, a disaster is still seven and five. You know? I agree, but like somehow you get to five and seven, you miss a bowl, you I lose. Just, I that, can't even you, see you, that you, happening. You lose to Louisville. I I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. But that like, would Liam be, Cohen would have been the worst hire ever if that is the case. It, it would it would really be bad for the momentum of this program if it was a really really bad season. They could yeah seven and five. I don't think things change too much, but you have a good opportunity to take a huge step forward. And you're making the list of the number one player. See, that that's what makes me think it's sad that how far it's come. I mean, you you all seven and five, nineteen ninety nine, you would have been pumped with. We were pumped with. Exactly. But seven and five in twenty twenty one is considered a terrible season. Well, expectations. That shows how far it shows how far you've I come, though, Indiana, which is impressive. Though, Seven and five is still good. Oh, it's seven and f- if Indiana goes seven and five this year, people are not going to be. But when happy. you when you do it four years in a row, though, that that's where the differences are right now, Justin. Because yeah. Kentucky's done it four years in a row. You're expecting another kind of climb. Um, so yeah, that's where it slightly differs. Slightly. It's just I, my point is just it's just impressive how far each school has come in the last 15, 20 years. I mean, seven and seven and five back in the day was hell yeah, we're going to a bowl. Might win eight games. Yeah, we we used to sell make Kentucky Bowl eligible against yeah. hats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. There was some other news yesterday. I felt like yesterday was like newsy on a very small scale. Like a lot of little things happening, but nothing just incredibly, you know, mind altering. I, I know that there's a, a full podcast played out there, but Max Duffy and Miles Butler, they're pretty funny. And like there's some shots. Like kind of shots at Stoops, definitely some shots at Mitch, some like subtle jabs. Like, yeah, I've heard Mitch Barnhart. He always starts every speech with "Let me be brief," and he's never brief. <laughs> so good stuff there. I, I I recommend that. Well, congrats to them on getting to hear Mitch Barnhart talk. <laughs> that makes two of, two of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, those two. Um, Kentucky also they're going to play uh, Southern. University bring Sean Woods back uh, yeah, five for year. a new uh, series against HBCUs, which like, just makes sense. 
if you're going to bring in yeah. these low-level teams for games in November, bring in HBCUs. Lift them up. Yeah, Cal's done a lot of really good work that has gotten talked about a little bit when it happened, but probably not as much as uh, it should. And I and I guess we're partially guilty because it's just not all that fun to talk about on radio necessarily. But yeah, it's cool uh, that uh, it'll be it will be a good opportunity for uh, for these historically black colleges to come to Rupp Arena, and some of those teams. You know, your pesky 14, 15 seats. So, speaking of, yeah, I don't know if you would ever be able to orchestrate it where you know you're going to be playing one of the better teams right, from right. that conference, but not impossible. Speaking of HBCUs, you see uh, J.R. Smith was deemed eligible. Yeah. He did to play golf. Yeah. It's play pretty golf awesome. For NCANT for a year. That's so. awesome. Um, I know we had a lot of uh, Louisville someday. fans yesterday who got fired up too because Bridgewater got the starting nod over Drew Locke. Yes. So. Congrats to you guys. Um, he I did it. Yeah, he did it. Drew Locke's terrible. He stinks. I like Drew Locke. I'm a big. Oh. I'm a big Locktober I like, fan. I like beating him too. That was a fun win at Missouri back in 2018. There is some sad news to pass along as well, though. This morning, uh, he's Marion County's head football coach. Previously coached at Moore was JJ Weaver's head coach. Rob Reeder passed away. Uh, was battling cancer. So uh, thoughts and prayers to that community who. I mean, I, I only interacted with him a handful of times or so. Couldn't have been nicer. Um, and just uh, thanks to all he did for all the young lives around the state, helping them develop and become young men. So uh, gone far too soon. Yeah, cancer is the absolute worst. Suck it, cancer. Man, J.J. Weaver, too. That guy. He's been through a lot the last year or so. Yeah, really has. Uh, John Hale had a nice story. Derek Terry did, too. And, you know, JJ opened up about you know his father passing and stuff. Real, but hey, he, you know, as he said, it's it's only kind of made him stronger, made him dedicate himself more to football. Just to kind of, that's it's been a nice outlet for him. Well, you know, and some of this stuff, sadly, you you probably won't really hit him or process it till several years down the road. But he'll always be able to look back at how well he responded and handled it and and uh, move forward with it. So. Yeah, I'm rooting for that guy. I think everybody is. A texter with a dumb text says, who would kick a kickball the furthest? I feel like being in a kickball league would be so much fun. I actually uh, subbed a couple of times for a kickball league over here in Indiana. That was pretty fun. I uh, definitely wouldn't be me. I I would say maybe even Scooter Dingus could kick it for I was than I, I was gonna say definitely wouldn't be me. Yeah, I don't I'm not a kicker. There is there is something to hitting it in the sweet spot. And I can get a hold of them every once in a while, but like it, it is dumb and as easy as it looks, it can be difficult. the The kickball league was pretty fun though. We get running around chasing after a ball, and then just you get to try to peg somebody from you know across the way. Like that is fun. I've played in like two. I've subbed in in like two LXC leagues. It was it was enjoyable. It it seems like you know younger twenties, mid twenties, but. Kickball, you know, you can't put an age on it, I suppose. I think it's fair to say there's not another program in the entire country that has experienced more devastating losses than Kentucky football. I didn't know that when that came in yesterday. I think it was from a Plumley bro. I was, th- I, I was wondering. It was from that rankings that BTI did. He probably went through them. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, gotcha. there are so many of these. And there's a lot gotcha. of Florida. I was ones. like, somebody get hurt or what else has happened? And um, I wasn't sure what it was referencing. Just actual losses. And that's only been the last few years. Gosh. Hey, 
just uh which makes the win so much more satisfying that, you know that, oh yeah that's, you know joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain my my friends we all know how to celebrate uk football wins properly <laughs> <laughs> we we know how to appreciate them and enjoy them because those losses they sting so much that you have no choice but to celebrate the wins in big ways because yeah. you're just not feeling that way you know <laughs> out of things that are totally out of our control completely normal human behavior Oh. Texter says, really enjoyed the Pin It Deep podcast. Bunch of funny moments, and Max seems to be a pro at the podcast game. Max is a good storyteller. He really is. And what's fun is they do kind of peel back the curtain on how Stoops does things. And like they have a segment that is based on what Mark Stoops does during his meetings. So it's pretty, pretty fun. Fun little game they got there. Uh, Disney Channel original movie classic, Phantom at the Megaplex. There was a Phantom at the Megaplex. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> By the music, which, by the way, I went and saw. Have you seen Phantom in person at the no, opera? Never have. It's it's hard to follow at times. Oh it's, yeah, because it's so like the organ is so. Nobody talks, right? Yeah, they sing the entire yeah. entirety of it. It's an opera. Yeah, it's the Phantom at the opera. What? <laughs> at the opera. Not trying to guess up TJ, but Memphis and FedEx paying players over a million and Barnhart doesn't want to embrace it. Cal can't be too happy if we lost because of money or not being fully prepared as an athletic department. But hey, at least we have a website. <laughs> hey, at least we have a website. And the Amoni Bates thing, again, he was not going to go to Kentucky. No. Goes to Memphis, con- you know, credit to them. But it's a sign that Kentucky needs to needs to be able to entice these players. If If Memphis and Penny can do it, then there's no reason Kentucky cannot do it. And who knows how – maybe Mitch Barnhart has had a change of heart since June. Who knows? Haven't heard from him. He didn't talk all of July. We got less than a week in August. Haven't heard from him this month either. Meanwhile, I think Vince Tyree just went on six different stations while I'm finishing this sentence. Yep. Bullity's Beast here ran into Nick at the fair. He's a great guy. Nothing else to say other than he was truly very kind and fun to talk to. I'm quite sure that TJ would be the opposite. Suck it, TJ. Oh, that's wow. just that's just Boom mean. Roasted. That's just mean. Still got the fastball. I'm very pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I am very, very pleasant. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, gents. Interesting policy for the SEC opener and beyond. Good luck enforcing those regulations. The great part is I'm taking off for two days to isolate and then get tested for the vid when I get back. Still looking forward to meeting y'all at a tailgate. I'm fully vaccinated and social distance in general. Keep up the good work, Rocket City Rob. Oh, I still, you know, we thought maybe we were in the clear. Then the Delta surge has come. But I hate, like, being a – I hate having to play the guessing game of, like, do they want to handshake? Do they want to knock? Do they even want me – Coming Ooh, near def- them. Definitely had that awkward moment. That last wedding last before. Saturday was just a total mind pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> so I normally just tried to play it safe. If you thought I was being – and that's the thing. Because then if you try to play it safe, then people are like, oh, he definitely doesn't want people to touch him or anything like that. And by nature, no, I do not want people touching me. But I don't mind a handshake what or nucks. L- licking you? Is no, that okay? don't want that. Oh, okay. And don't want people dressing up as cats either. <laughs> Zero cats at the wedding on Saturday. Texter says, nothing hits harder than a Thursday at work knowing you're off on Friday. Damn. He's right. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Especially, But here's the thing, though. Being off on Friday, not quite as awesome uh, once football season starts. 
Man, you know what that means, too? We're going to have to get poker game going again. No. <laughs> Watch some football, play some cards, drink some beers. <laughs> Woo! We're back. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova girl. Xenon, girl, 21st century. Uh, Never watched it. Never watched it? Too, no. too good for it? Yeah, too good for it. I had friends. <laughs> I didn't know COVID was like a fart. Just open a window and it's gone. Good job, Mitch. You turned. Wow, that was a, that was a little uncalled for there at the end there. Uh, John here. Good morning to all. You know, I found it easier to get up early as I got older. 35 years old, I beat my alarm clock. I'm the Chuck Norris of waking up early. Okay, I don't care if it is less likely you can still get COVID. You can still pass COVID even if you're fully vaccinated. So unless eating or drinking, we all wear masks all the time. Do not completely agree with the effectiveness of masks, but I will respect the rules and wear my mask anyways. Hope we all have fun, and I may try and find you guys and say hi. It'd be cool just to meet you guys in person. Well, got to go talk to you later, John. Did, did John it, misunderstand the rules? You do not have to wear a mask, John. Yeah. Well, I guess if he's unvaccinated. Oh, I see. Mm. So if he's not vaccinated, he'll be an honest Harry and wear his mask. That's good for you, John. Although, still, the mask. Touching them, putting them down. Wearing the same one over and over Duke again. Duke likes to play peekaboo with him. Disgusting stuff. <laughs> peekaboo. <laughs> Big I bet that's those. cute. Yeah. And Except I promise you. Whenever he just rips it off. <laughs> I promise you, John, that uh, meeting us person would not be as cool as you think. That'd be cooler. Yeah, Justin, suck it, dude. We're, we're really cool. Now, maybe speak eh. for yourself. Yeah, I was, that's who I was speaking for. Are you wearing a bowling hat? Um, I like to think it's a fishing hat. Why don't you actually it says strike king? Actually, I think I think it's a fishing hat, but I like to think it's a bowling hat. Yeah, it's a fishing strike king would be bowling, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I was given this hat, they were like, "It's a fishing hat," and I was like, "No, definitely bowling." But it's got fishing hooks on it. But I think of it as bowling too. Can confirm that it is bowling or it is fishing. But yeah, I would just wear that bowling all the time and be like, "I'm the strike king." That's right. I miss bowling. Haven't done it in the pan- during the pandemic. The ex-Florida QB yesterday started off his rant by saying, Kentucky always gets more love than they deserve. Anything he says after that doesn't count. Kentucky gets zero preseason respect. Your NC State-Kentucky comparison is a perfect example of that. Yeah, that was I, – I, I, was, I was literally writing out a tweet saying the same thing, but it was too wordy. But that, where is he – where what – Websites are he re- he must have like Daryl Bird's personal phone number. <laughs> There's no way that that like Kentucky always gets a lot of love. I think at best we get like a Stoops doing a good job there. Yeah, like a few years hey, away. Kentucky, watch out. Yeah, like come on, you're Florida. Like shut the hell up here. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. Um, Texture says I seem to remember Terry Wilson throwing a 54 and a 33 yard touchdown in the swamp for the win. Oh wow, take that Shane Matthews. <laughs> He Take sure did. That. Way to go, Terry. Touchdown. That game, just uh, real hoot. One of the all-timers. Real hoot. That was a fun one. Uh, Texture says, <laughs> is Gus eating ham straight from Ryan Coral's naked body? <laughs> oh, man. That just that cracks me up. Texture says, Bulletie's Beast is softer than Grandma's pancakes. Oh, wow. I wouldn't say that. Yikes. And you wouldn't either, Texture. Yeah, but that's the whole point. He's not doing that. He's talking behind his back on the text line. <laughs> Anonymous text line. Yeah. Won't even put your name on it. TC from Lexington here, boys. Speaking of the 2022 class, remember when Pilgrim and everyone said Sharp was a lock and expect two commits in the coming weeks, and that was forever ago, and of course nothing happened. I love and hate recruiting. 
Yeah, yeah. There, there is a, and the thing is, some of the times it could be. I wouldn't say Calipari himself, but I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. But you could have one of the assistants. You could have, uh, you could have one of the players. You know, you you don't know who it could be, and they could text you and say, "Listen, we got good things coming." And if you're Jack or you're Travis or you're Ben Roberts, it's like, all right, well, I guess I'll believe it when I believe it, but I may as well relay the message. There is a little bit of like hyping up from the coaches that can get people excited. And I think you're kind of seeing that now just because Memphis has flexed their muscles a little bit and, and Kentucky fans want to be able to to feel good about recruiting. It's been two months and we're a really spoiled fan base. I, I still everybody's still saying sharp to Kentucky. So when it happens is when it happens, and until he picks somewhere else, I'm going to assume he's going to be a cat. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Well, LOL, such the hypocrites. Cal was getting all players at one time and not doing crap. Now Penny getting them, you guys mad? What do you mean? Oh, I definitely don't believe Kentucky is paying players. I'm not saying that Calipari in his career has never done that or kind of greased the wheel, but something happened around the time of the PK-80, where Kentucky stopped getting, con- stopped consistently getting top 10 guys. Because they did get some here and there. But it wasn't like when you got John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe. It had changed a little bit. And if, you, th- also- if you think LSU, before the nil era, had a better selling point and people wanted to play for Will Wade more than Calipari, then you're just bonkers. And I don't know if Kentucky, I don't know who they specifically even lost to LSU. The thing is, too, is like, for what it's worth, Cal had, like, Derrick Rose was the number one overall pick. He goes to Kentucky. And so naturally, there's like a net, there's momentum. And then five guys go in the first round. So people are going to want to continue to go to Kentucky. It's inexplicable at a place like LSU. And there's no, like, proven track record. There's not much success there. At least Penny, you can be like, well, he's Penny Hardaway. But, like, yeah, um, suck it, Texter. Texter says, KRC, I was caught up on Walking Dead, went to watch the new season, and my girlfriend out of nowhere stops because she hasn't caught up but doesn't want to watch the new episodes yet. That clears the path for me to watch without her since it's a series final season. Oh, they're finally done with it? Wow. I may just watch the season or the series finale just, just to, to like see what, see what happens. Ta- I'm they... not going to get any of it. Right. But I, I probably will, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, Texture, you'll have to remind me if I don't see it myself. Should but... I do that with Game of Thrones? Just go watch the final episode? But you never, you haven't watched any Game of Thrones. Right. I watched I actually, don't know, you know what? Seven seasons of The Walking Dead, now, or six seasons. Now thinking back, I think I did watch about forty minutes of that final episode of Game of Thrones. I think you had mentioned that to me yeah. before. You didn't know what was going on. I had no idea. Yeah, just a lot of fire. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're good. To, she's not going to catch up. You're good. Nobody's going to catch up with that bad show. No offense to you. Yeah. But I, I, I just wonder what's going on. There's a, I'm a, a little curious. No federal mandate because people lose their minds or because of the Fourth Amendment. It's not both. Could be both. It's not both. Text says that. <laughs> uh, can someone rescind the mall cop badge Kyle Tucker has? This pandemic has changed some people for the worse. Dude is absolutely brutal now and a corona bro. Well, you just invalidated yourself by calling him a corona bro. Like, that's just a 
Come on. That's a trigger word for Roush because some <laughs> conservatives use it, so it's got to be. Yeah, you can't use certain words like snowflake. Like, you can't, like, there's certain words that just invalidate your opinion. Like, uh, what, there's, there's, liberals have words for that too, but I just, I completely, yeah. I don't go around using the word corona, bro, but it, it's a real dumb word. It is, um, Kyle's turning 40 today, though. Happy hey, happy birthday, birthday Kyle. Kyle. I, I think that we have uh, started to really be nasty to one another when I think everybody's just confused. And I don't think when people are confused, the answer is to attack. I think it's to try to understand and comprehend and be nice. And that's the thing that I would agree with the texter is people in this have just completely lost a sense of human decency and how to interact with people that they don't agree with. Because not everybody sees things the same way. And not everybody has the same opinions on things. And I do think that there's a little bit of like, if you don't follow along with our line of thinking, not we don't disagree anymore, you're evil. And that's where we've gone wrong in this whole pandemic. You remember the first few weeks, like the first couple weeks, that's how it always is. You know, after 9-11 for, a, for like a month. It's like It's like when we really do need to come together, we do. But it's like the second something thing, like it reeks of politics, then everybody just hunkers down and it turns into just kind of who can outlast who the longest. When in reality, it should be, let's just follow the facts. Let's follow science. Let's learn from other countries. Let's learn from previous surges and then be nice to each other while we kind of comprehend everything that's happening. Don't think that's too much to ask for. Texture says, how could it logically be both? Just because I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. All right, everybody have a good day. Thanks for texting in. You all are the absolute best. Yeah. And we're going to have a fun Friday show tomorrow. Uh, what, what, are we, what are we have looking forward to today? This time next week is going to be, is that when Stoops does this walkthrough on Thursdays or is that Fridays? It's Thursdays. Yeah, so this time next week will be the last media opportunity until the game. Those are the worst, too. Oh, because you don't get anything. Yeah. But like they're also up. kind of the best. I always loved them in college, weirdly, when I'd do them. Because they be were like, so fast, and you and really then, just had to post a video oh, or yeah. something. It'd just be like an easy ride-up. that like, they're still ready for this weekend's game. Yeah. And then I'm heading out to Tukey's. Yeah. See you later. The worst. Yeah, those were the best. All right, everybody have a good day. Uh, we'll have updates. See you all later. Roll, girl.